What up, everybody? It's your girl, your host, your homie, Crown Breezy. Welcome back to the Inside the Multiverse podcast. Listen, today's podcast is covering two major pay-per-views leading up to the biggest show of the year, WrestleMania. We're going to cover NXT, Stand and Deliver, as well as WrestleMania 38, Night 1, and Night 2, because there are a lot of intriguing matchups that are happening this weekend. By the time we get to WrestleMania and NXT Stand and Deliver, this podcast will have already been out. These are my predictions, what I think will happen in each of these matches for both pay-per-views, as well as what could happen post WrestleMania. Now, first, before we get into anything else, if you are not following me on any of my socials, please do so at Crown Breezy on Instagram, at Miss Breezy Reigns on Twitter. And if you just so happen wanted to come over and catch me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Crown Breezy. I am live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Again, just come on over, hang out. We talk wrestling, we talk Marvel, because there's a lot of big things coming up for Marvel. This year, and I'm excited. But we do talk wrestling and do play video games sometimes on the side. So if you want to come hang, chill with your girl, please do so again. It's twitch.tv slash crown breezy. Now, let's get into NXT stand and deliver. All right, so NXT stand and deliver will be this Saturday, April 2nd uh, on Peacock. And uh, one of the matches that is on the card is the Women's Tag Team Championships in NXT. The current champions, Toxic Attractions, Gigi and JC, they are the current champions. And they will be going up against Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Recently reunited Raquel and Dakota. They are the first ever NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. So, they do have some experience in how to win the gold. So, I give the edge to Raquel and Dakota. Because they've been champions before. So, they know what not to do and what to do. And they're going to have to plan big in order for them to win this match against Gigi and JC. So, um... We'll see what happens with that match. But my prediction on that particular match is Raquel and Dakota. I'm interested to see exactly how this match is going to play out and who ends up winning. Now, I will, full disclosure, I I watched bits and pieces of NXT 2.0 enough to really know what's been going on. So... I am going to do my best to give my predictions as best I can on this card. But when I get to the WrestleMania card, I'll probably be more in-depth with each match. Now, the next match I will get into, speaking of Toxic Attraction, Mandy Rose, who is the current NXT Women's Champion, she is in a fatal four-way match against Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. Now, two of those... Are former champions. Kaylee Ray, uh, former NXT Women's UK champion, and Io Shirai, who is a former NXT Women's champion. So both of them know how to win the gold. It's just Mandy's going to have to find a way to keep the belt 
around her. Because in a Fatal 4-Way match, anytime it's not a one-on-one match, the current champion does not have to be pinned. So we could see an instance where either Cora, Io, or Kaylee can either can get the pin and win the title without having to pin Mandy. So that'll be interesting to see exactly what what's Mandy's strategy going into this fatal four-way because she's got three formidable opponents that can and will do anything to win this match. Now, in this particular match in the fatal four-way, I kind of have Kaylee Ray winning, and here's why. Kaylee Ray is a former NXT UK women's champion. One of probably no, yeah, the longest reign of for an NXT UK champion in the history of NXT UK. So I'm sure that Ma- Mandy, Cora, and EO all have that in the back of their mind. Kaylee is very, very, very much capable of winning this match. She's aggressive she is bold she does anything she can to basically to get the upper hand over her opponent now when it comes to eo shirai eo is one of those that is she is a viable threat but she's also an x factor because eo can easily change the course of a match like she'll she's the one that will take the high risk and risk hurting herself just to try to win the, a championship which all of them do but with eo it's kind of you kind of get scared because when she starts climbing and you're looking and you're like eo eo please just get down just do what you need to do and get down um but with it, with every, with the match, with it being a fatal four way, she can easily do that, but still, but still not get the pin. So their strategy, everybody's strategy that's in this match is going to have to benefit around taking advantage of the situation when it's presented to them. Again, I got Kaylee Ray winning this match, becoming the new NXT Women's Champion. Um, but we'll see. Mandy is very like. I'll give Mandy her credit. Mandy, as a champion, has had a decent run. Now, is she up there with the likes of a Sasha or Bianca or uh, Charlotte or Becky? No. By no means is she up there with the upper echelon of women's champions. But she definitely can hold her own. So, again, it'll be interesting to see just what mandy does to say hey i belong in this conversation with the charlottes the sashas the biancas uh the beckys of the world and and it could happen in this match on saturday so again i give i give the nod to kaylee ray um the triple threat tag team match for the NXT tag team championships. The current champions are Imperium. I didn't like Imperium at first when I first started watching NXT and someone NXT UK. I need to start back watching NXT UK. But Imperium is one of those tag teams that you definitely would have to be on your A game in order to beat them. 
I started to call this man Walter, but his name is not Walter anymore. Gunther, uh, being the leader of Imperium, he has set the precedence at the tone for Marcel and his, uh, I forget I forget the, his uh, tag team partner name, but uh, the two of them to be as dominant champions as they've been in NXT. Um, and I honestly can't wait till Imperium officially debuts on the main roster. I prefer it to be SmackDown and not Raw. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, in the triple threat tag team match is Imperium, who are the current tag team champions, versus the Creed Brothers, who won the Dusty Cup to get this opportunity. And then, of course, of course the other tag team is MSK. There's a lot going on with one of those members, but I'm not going to get into that. But I do have Imperium retaining the NXT Tag Team Championships because, honestly, I don't see the Creed Brothers or MSK being the ones to take the titles off of Imperium. (coughs) Next match. Is Tommaso Ciampa versus Tony D'Angelo? Um, no analysis needed here. I am taking Tommaso Ciampa, a former NXT champion, a former NXT tag team champion, who knows how to win in big moments like this on an NXT stage like this. Uh, with it being WrestleMania weekend, he knows how to win. He knows how to win big time matches like this. So I definitely get I give the give the edge to Tommaso. Um if by some happenstance, I think at some point Tommaso is gonna end up back end up on the main roster after Mania. I think a lot of them that are in this match are gonna end up on the main roster, a few of them at least. Um who those People are. I'm gonna have to go through the. I'm gonna have to go through it after we get through talking these matchups. Who? What else we got? What else we got? Oh, the Fatal Five Way Ladder Match for the NXT North American Championship. We have the current champion Carmelo Hayes versus Santos Escobar versus Solo Sokoa versus Grayson Waller and Cameron Grimes. Now. Every indication, every indication for me, from what I've seen, Solo Sokoa, who is a part of the Samoan family of Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, the head of the table, you get it. Um, He, to me, could be the only one not saying that Santos or Grayson Grayson needs a lot more experience before he starts being champion um or Cameron I say it's between between Cameron Grimes and uh, Solo Sokoa reason being is that I feel like now would be the time to take Carmelo and Trick to at least debut them on the main roster um, 
not saying they had to move them straight up to the main roster right after Mania. It's just I feel like at the at this juncture in their career in NXT, now would be the time to at least have them on a Monday Night Raw or a Friday Night uh, Friday Night SmackDown just to de- just for them to debut. Now, any of these five men, it's a fatal five way ladder match for the NXT North American Championship. Any of these five men could easily debut on the main roster either night. And I, I picked Solo Sokoa to become the new NXT North American champion. <coughs> However, I would not put it past NXT to put over Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes has been literally grinding to get to a point in his career where he can compete for championships and actually win them and be able to have a decent enough reign. So I say I I say solo Sakura, but I would not be against it being Cameron Grimes. Oh, we got one more match. One more. One more match. A a one more match in this particular in this match here i'm still trying to figure out how all of this ended up panning out to where we are now but i'm here for it and the match i'm speaking on is the nxt championship match between the current nxt champion and no people i am not bluffing when i say this nxt champion dolph ziggler yeah, NXT champion Dolph Ziggler. Let that sink in for a minute. NXT champion Dolph motherfucking Ziggler. I am still to this day, since he won, no, since he showed up, in NXT, I am still trying to figure out how in the world did he go and just win the NXT championship. He's the current NXT champion, and he's going up against the former champion, Braun Breaker. This match will determine the future of NXT. To me, it'll determine the future of NXT. Not saying that Dolph is not a formidable champion because he is. He's a former tag team champion. He's a former WWE champion. He's a former intercontinental champion, former U.S. champion. He's basically, basically won every single title in the business. In his career, he's won tag team gold. He's won the U.S. title. He's won the Intercontinental title. He's won the WWE Championship. So, but he hadn't won the Universal Championship yet. I don't think he will. It'll be somebody that he can beat, and it, it damn sure won't be uh, Roman Reigns. But we'll get to those matches in, in just a little bit. Um, but this particular match, I think. Dolph hadn't had a long enough reign yet, so I do think that Dolph will retain against Braun Breaker 
But in case Solo Sokoa, in case, <laughs> no, I'm not putting him in the NXT, the NXT championship lane yet. Because I, I do think he was. I think do think Solo will win the NXT North American Championship. The next person that I think that should win the title off of Dolph. Because, again, I have Dolph retaining the NXT Championship. Would be LA Knight. Now, as much as LA get on my nerves, he he is legit probably the only one currently right now in NXT that could easily, not easily, he could be the next one in line to take the title off of Dolph Ziggler. He's, yeah, he would be, I I honestly think that in order for Dolph to retain, something is going to happen in order for, uh, what's his name, Braun to get disqualified, and that's, that's how Dolph ends up retaining the title. Now, I will say something will happen that Dolph will end up retaining. That that's not saying that uh Mr. Rude ain't gonna turn on him because it's time it's I think it's time. It I feel like it's time for Bobby to I'm not calling him Robert, I'm calling him Bobby. I honestly think it is time for a a turn for him because they've been tag team a tag team together so and they've been a tag team for a hot minute now so I would personally think that it is it this with Dolph being champion either LA Knight or a heel turn nope it'll be some kind of turn I don't know if it'll be a heel or face turn um with Bobby Rude. We'll see what happens. But I've rambled on long enough. That is, those are my predictions for NXT Stand and Deliver. I'm going to recap, go through all the matches and recap them for you real quick. The Fatal Five Way ladder, ladder match for the NXT. I can't talk today, y'all, for some reason. The Fatal Five Way ladder match for the NXT North American Championship. I have Solo Sokoa winning. The Tommaso Ciampa Tony D'Angelo match. I have Tommaso Ciampa. The Fatal Four Wave NXT Women's Championship match. I have Kaylee Ray. Imperium Creep Brothers MSK Triple Threat Tag Team match for the NXT Tag Team Championships. I have Imperium retaining. Uh, the Dolph Ziggler Brown Breaker match. I have Dolph retaining with some kind of turn from Bobby. And Toxic Attractions, Gigi and JC versus uh, Raquel and Dakota for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships on the pre-show. Uh, I have Raquel and Dakota winning those titles from Toxic Attraction. Whew. We'll see what happens on NXT Standard Delivered this Saturday. Like I said, by the time this comes out, we will be a day away from... NXT Standard Deliver and WrestleMania Night 1, Night 2. All right. So now, getting to the 
biggest show of the year. A two-night event that's going to be stupendous in Dallas, Texas this year. WrestleMania 38. Now, we're going to get into night one of WrestleMania. First up, you might as well go and get this match out of the way. Four weeks since, what was the last pay-per-view? The Elimination Chamber. We have listened and watched as Seth Rollins has basically been trying to get a WrestleMania match. He's been pandering. He's been trying to take other people's opportunities. Already, They've already had him for WrestleMania. They've been set. They're ready to go. Seth's been having matches to try to take the place of somebody else. And last week, or was it this week? This week on Raw, we finally find out that Seth Rollins will have a match at WrestleMania night one. But here's the catch. We don't know who his opponent will be. There's a lot of speculation of who his opponent could be from the likes of a John Cena to a Mustafa Ali to (coughs) just random people that don't even wrestle for WWE. It could be anybody. But there is one name that has been circulating that I think personally will be Seth's opponent at WrestleMania and his name. And I know a lot of people do not like him for God knows what reason. Cody Rhodes, who has recently signed a deal with WWE. Now, there are some speculation that he still he could go ahead and pull out of WrestleMania 38, but that wouldn't be a good look on him. Um, I think, I'm going to tell you all the stipulations in a minute. I think that Seth's opponent at WrestleMania this Saturday night, April 2nd, will be none other than Cody Rhodes. I think alone, this match uh, matchup alone would be phenomenal. First time they've ever, like, really did anything together one-on-one. I know they have a great deal of respect for each other. I, I love them both. But uh, I do have him. I do have Cody being the person that is Seth's opponent, and I do have Cody winning. Here's the catch: Seth will not find out who his opponent is until the night of the event, and none other than Vincent Kennedy McMahon will be the person to announce who his opponent will be. I don't think anyone else, unless I've been, look, I've been checking this WWE vacant uh, Twitter account, and all signs point to it being Cody. Now, <clears throat> they try to do things to throw people off, but they've been, even on Monday Night Raw, they've been throwing hints, like saying that uh, this match 
will have a lasting legacy or it will be a nightmare for Seth. And I'm just like, well, nightmare, American nightmare, uh, legacy where he was with Randy and Ted, and it could be Ted DiBiase. Um, like there's so many possibilities that who of who Seth's opponent could be, but again, they've been throwing hints of it being Cody out to for the general public to be like, oh snap, oh shit, we gonna get Cody versus Seth, oh snap. So we'll see what happens on Saturday. That is going to be an interesting. Uh, the way that they've had, they've got this set up is brilliant. Like they have literally not leaked anything. So when fans be like, "Got it, it's so and so," and then get to the get to the night of the event, be like, "We already know who it is." So bam, um, they've done they've done a phenomenal job keeping keeping this particular person whoever the person is i like i said i think it's cody um under wraps <coughs> so again we'll see we'll see what happens and who it eventually comes out and is Seth's opponent for his match now this next particular match have me hollering the whole time. This particular matchup with these two opponents starts all the way back to SummerSlam of last year when the EST of WWE, Bianca Belair, is the SmackDown Women's Champion. She's having this incredible run after winning the Royal Rumble, and then she gets to WrestleMania and has this incredible match with Sasha the first ever after two African-American women have main eventing WrestleMania winning the SmackDown women's championship from Sasha is having this incredible run. And she's this incredible champion and she gets the SummerSlam Sasha's injured. So she can't be there. And her opponents was supposed to be Carmella, but then it was like, no bam hit Becky music and the crowd erupts. And it's like, bam, she's back from having the baby. But Becky wins the title in 26 seconds. And that's not an exaggeration. If you want to go back and watch SummerSlam, please do so. Becky won that title in 26 seconds. And I can guarantee you, I was one of those people that was like, what the fuck? I said, so we just going to halt this girl championship run for somebody who just came back, shouldn't have won the title in the first place. But we halt, we halt this person's championship run and give it, give the title to somebody who hadn't been there in over a year. Mind you, not in those months she had to stay home. And, uh, she was pregnant. And when she had Rue, she was a mom for a little bit and then got back in the ring, got back in shape, and she back. So ever since SummerSlam of last year, Becky has literally, take it how you will when I say this, she's literally been ducking and dodging a actual one-on-one championship match. Now she, yes, Bianca has had matches against Becky 
but they weren't clean matches at all. Like there have been interferences from a lot of people. And, and when Bianca's had matches against other people and Becky's sitting at commentary, Becky finds a way to end the match prematurely. And and as Becky knows that Bianca is a formidable opponent and champion. She's she's proven herself to be a champion. So Fast forward to this past Monday night on Raw. <laughs> Bianca returns from an attack that Becky uh, uh, placed upon her. And what does Becky do? Becky comes out with these gaudy big pair of scissors and is about to cut Bianca's braid. And as a black woman, Bianca's black, yo. As a black woman, I'm sitting there looking at it. I'm like, I know doggone well Becky is not going to cut this girl hair. You can hear Bianca like, no, don't do it. Becky, you you better not do it. And she almost did, which would have had every black woman pissed. Every black woman pissed. But my girl... She countered it, hit her with the KOD. And what does Bianca do? Bianca grabs the darn scissors and cuts Becky's hair. So Becky tried Becky has turned tried to turn the tables and make and do this crazy hairstyle. And she's like, ha ha ha, you thought you got the last laugh. Well, um, in this particular match for WrestleMania night one on Saturday. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. I have Bianca Belair winning the Raw Women's Championship from Miss Lynch. So, <coughs> I feel like Bianca will have the last laugh when she wins the title. Now, this next match, oh, if it would have been anybody else to be his tag team partner, I probably... Uh-uh. I probably would have picked them. But I'm not picking them. By them, I mean this attack, standard tag team match between the Mysterios, Ray, and Dominic versus The Miz and Logan Paul. Yes, people, you heard that correctly. Ray and Dominic Mysterio. First ever father and son tag team champion, former tag team champions, uh, versus The Miz, who is a former WWE champion, former Intercontinental champion, former US champion, former tag team champion, teaming up with Logan Paul. I have Ray and Dominic winning this, this tag team match, but, but, at WrestleMania, anything goes. So, do not be surprised. Do not be surprised if Miz and Logan pick up the win. By some happenstance that something happens and uh, it's something to where Ray and Dominic get to arguing, Dominic's going to turn on Ray. Now, will it happen in Mania? Probably, probably not, depending on how how this match flows. But if Ray and Dominic win, 
something. I I feel like either way, something cra- something is gonna happen to where there's some type of turn in this particular match, much like with the NXT Championship match between Dolph and Braun. Um, this tag team match is gonna determine who what happens after after the match. But again, I have Ray and Dominic winning. I don't. I don't want Miz and Logan to win. Period. <coughs> okay, listen. This next match, this next match, if he does not, and I mean this with all sincerity in the world, if Drew McIntyre does not beat the living crap out of Happy Corbin. Make him bum-ass Corbin again, please. If Drew does not do this, then I will literally cry. (laughs) Because, by the way, the match is Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin with uh, Matt Cat Moss. I have Drew winning this match. For obvious reasons. <laughs> For obvious reasons. I feel like at this particular juncture in Drew's career, this could set him up for future matches. And I'm going to get to my boy in a minute. Um, For night two. However, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss have gotten the best of Drew McIntyre for a a few weeks now. Months, even. I need that Scottish psychopath. I need the the, the warrior to come back out and just dominate this match. Drew's going to pick up the win, I hope. I hope. I hope and pray that Drew wins this match. Otherwise, I don't think we're going to hit the end of it if Happy Corbin wins this match on SmackDown. We're not going to hit the end of it on SmackDown. Jesus help us all if he wins. Um, Let us see. Oh, God, I don't want to talk about this match, but I got to talk about this match. Okay, this next matchup is for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The current champions... Jimmy and Jay Uso versus uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boggs. And the reason my reason why I'm pausing is because a lot can be determined on the outcome of this match. <laughs> the outcome of this match will determine, for me at least will determine what happens in the Brock versus Roman match night two. Because the bloodline has to stay the bloodline at least until WrestleMania next year. <laughs> at least. Um, I do have the Usos somehow, somehow retaining the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Because I do think if the Usos were to lose, and I hope they don't, um, if the Usos were to lose, 
then all likelihood Roman would lose too. And I don't want that right now because he's too he's on a too hot of a run. And I kind of need that matchup between him and The Rock first before Roman loses the title. <clears throat> so I do have the Usos retaining the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Now, this is not to say that Shinsuke and Boggs are going to let this be an easy match. It's by no stretch of the imagination is this going to be an easy match for the Usos. I just think every indication to me, I feel like the Usos will retain, but Shinsuke and Rick Boggs are a formidable tag team. Are they ready for tag team gold? I don't know. Shinsuke is a former tag team champion, so I, I would think he would show Rick what to do and what not to do and let him try to get them to uh, be the one to dictate the pace. So, we'll see what happens. But again, I have the Usos retaining the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And then we have another tag team match between New Day's Xavier Woods. Well, let me put some respect on this man's name. The New Day's King Woods and Kofi Kingston versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Now, here is the back backstory for this how for this whole thing. Ridge Holland had a match. With Big E. I'm not saying he caused it, but he was a part of it. He was the one. I think he was the one person that he had a match with and ended up with what he ended up with. We're not going to get into it. Um, And I think that that alone is the reason why these two tag team, these two teams are going to go head to head because, you know, Xavier Kofi and Big E are super close and bonded together forever. That's that's their brother. So it it'll be interesting to see what happens in this match. I do have Kofi and King Woods winning this match in honor of Biggie who's having to sit at home and, and recoup from a neck injury. And lastly, but certainly not least, it well no, I got one more after this. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown. I was about to say SmackDown Women's Tag Team. Y'all forgive me. The SmackDown Women's Championship. Now I'm not a fan. I, I like Charlotte more than I do Ronda, but right now I don't prefer either one of them to be champion. But if I had to pick, I would have to go with Ronda Rousey. Because that can open the door for somebody else like a Naomi or a Sasha, which I'm going to get to their match in just a little bit. Um, a Sasha, Naomi, a Carmella. No, Carmella's on Raw. Any woman that is on the SmackDown roster, uh, that can open up things for them with the SmackDown uh, championship. So, we'll see. But I do have Ronda Rousey winning that match. Now, last one of night one. 
Stone Cold is going to be on the KO show. I don't know what the beef is between the two of them. I would have to go back and research and look. All I know is KO one night on Monday Night Raw came out dressed as Stone Cold, fooled the, fooled the entire arena, and I'm pretty sure that by the end of the night, KO will ha- have at least experienced three to five different stutters. Because you don't provoke somebody like a Stone Cold and live to tell the tale. Ask Bray Wyatt what happens when you provoke someone like The Undertaker. You get what you get at WrestleMania. Now, KO, I applaud you being a heel, blah, blah, blah. But you're going up against one of the greatest heels in the business. I would have tread lightly. So we'll see what happens on the KO show. But that is WrestleMania 38, night one. All the matchups on the card. I'm excited to see what happens for this particular night. Because a lot can happen and determine what happens for night two. So night one will be this Saturday, uh, April 2nd, only on Peacock. That you will enjoy the show. All right, so that was night one. Now we're on to night two for WrestleMania 38, which will be April 3rd. First matchup we got is the Fatal Four Way for the Women's Tag Team Championships. The current champions, Queen Zelina and Carmella, who are the current champions, as I said, going up against Sasha and Naomi, Legit Glow, or Boss and Glow, versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and, of course, Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Now, listen. I was all for it being a one-on-one tag team match, a tag team, a standard tag team match between Carmella and Queen Zelina versus Sasha and Naomi because they earned it and they've been building up to it, so I don't know... I hadn't been watching Raw or SmackDown like that for real for the last couple of weeks, but I do know that these four teams are formidable. But I am giving the nod to my girls, Boss and Glow, Sasha Banks and Naomi. This would give Sasha her first ever WrestleMania win. She needs this win. I would hope they would give her a WrestleMania win. Like I said, I have the Boss and Glow or Legit Glow winning the Women's Tag Team Championships, being the new Women's Tag Team Champions. So we'll have to see what happens on night two this Sunday with this particular match. Now, I forgot to put this disclaimer out. These cards... My, both match cards are subject to change. So there could be things going on that they're trying to make sure that it flows and it makes sense. So I'm putting this out there now. This will be a current, was currently there for the match card uh, set up for night two. Again, I have Boss Glo- Boss and Glow Legit Glow winning the Women's Tag Team Championships. Now we get on to 
Johnny Knoxville, famously known for Jackass, uh, versus Sami Zayn in the standard singles match. It was supposed to be for the Intercontinental Championship, but but Ricochet is the new uh, Intercontinental Champion. I don't understand why he doesn't have a match, but that that's beyond me. Um, I do have Johnny Johnny picking up the win. Although I would not be surprised if they do a heel thing with Sammy because he's the heel in this situation. Um, for him to do like a heel type move and uh, pick up the win against uh, Sir Knoxville. Uh, oh, it's an anything goes match. So there's a lot. That could happen in this particular match between Johnny and Sammy. Where we can get the whole entire cast of Jackass in the match, uh, uh, teaming up against Sammy. So we'll have to see what happens with that. So next up, I still I still to this day don't know how this matchup ended up ended up happening, but we have Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Austin Theory is Mr. McMahon's pet, or he he he's trying to get on the good graces of uh, Vince uh, to show him that he is worthy of becoming a, an eventual champion. There are a number of reasons why I do not want Austin Theory to be a champion in WWE, but there, of course, with Vince being who Vince is, he is eventually going to be a champion, much like with Riddle. We'll get to that match in just a little bit. But Pat McAfee, who we all know used to play for the Indianapolis Colts as the kicker, punter um, <coughs> for the team, and then he, of course, had some pretty decent matches with Adam Cole. Over in NXT, so technically, technically, this would be, this would be, overall, this would be Pat's first match in WWE, but third overall. So, we'll see, because uh, again, Austin doesn't really know Pat like that, and he, uh, Pat could have some stuff up his sleeve that could throw Austin Theory off. I'm hoping, please, please, Jesus, um, help me, please. Uh, but uh, we'll see. But I do have Pat winning this match against Austin. Um, it'll be like a five, ten minute match. It won't be that long, but Pat will eventually get the win over Mister Theory. <clears throat> This is this is probably gonna go quick. Um, a triple threat uh, tag team match between RK Bro, the Street Profits, and Alpha Academy. RK Bro, of course, if you can't tell, Randy Orton and Riddle, Street Profits, Montez Ford, Angelo Dawkins, and uh, Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis. I almost forgot that man name. Uh, there's a triple threat tag team match. For the Raw Tag Team Championships. For the current champion. Hold up. When did Randy... See, this is what I get for not watching Monday Night Raw. When did Randy and Riddle win the titles back? Because I sure don't remember that. 
I sure don't remember. Oh, Lord, I'm going to have to look that up because I sure don't remember them ever winning the titles back. I'm going to have to ask because I show, I like, legit, I do not know. I don't know what, where, how, and why <laughs> they won the titles back, but I'm glad that they did because Alpha Academy, as much as much as I like Otis, I like the fun-loving side of Otis that can still get it done. Um, that he can take his cues from Biggie. Biggie is still fun-loving. And able and still able to give what he needs to give in all any match that he has been in, and he doesn't really have to be so like serious, but he can still be fun living and uh cater to the audience just a little bit, but still be able to execute in the ring. Street profits, street profits are the are the one tag team that I know as far as the raw tag team championships go that can give RK Bro a run for their money. The Street Profits are very much a championship tag team. Are they up there with the likes of the New Day, the Usos? Um currently, yes. They are one of the three top tag teams in WWE currently. On the main roster, not NXT, but on the main roster. They are one of the top three. Top three would be the Usos, of course, with the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, uh, RK Bro, and the Street Profits. The top, the top three, easily. So, uh, with RK Bro being the champions, the only tag team that I see out of this triple threat that could get that could e- not easily but could win the tag titles from them would be the Street Profits. Now, RK Bro is seen as more of a tweener. When I say tweener, I mean between in between heel and face tag team. But if we get the heel version of the Street Profits, I, I definitely could see the Street Profits picking up the win and becoming the new Raw Tag Team Champions. Um, that's not to say Alpha Academy won't give both teams a run for their money. But again, I do the only other the only team out of the three teams that's in this match that could beat RK Bro would be the Street Profits. But we'll see. I love RK Bro. I, at first I didn't like it cuz I was just like why is or are they putting a random a random tag team together that just it is two different, very different personalities with uh Randy, who is this serious, um vindictive uh guy who's only there for himself. Now, if by son I'ma tell you what much like with Dolph and Braun Breaker, again, I keep mentioning this, but at some point Randy's gonna have to turn on the riddle. At some point. Because Randy's the type that he would much rather do things on his own because he doesn't. He's stated numerous of times throughout his career that he does not play well with others unless it benefits him. 
if by some happenstance that RK Bro loses the Raw Tag Team Championships again, he's going to not only look at himself, he's going to look at Riddle and be like, so I need, so we, this ain't can't, this can't work no more. And he, it's going to be some, something where uh, Riddle's going to probably apologize for what happened. And um, Randy's going to accept it and then turn and hit him on the RKO. RKO. That's how it always happens with Randy. So we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. But I do, like, again, I, I say, I do have the Street Profits, the heel Street Profits, uh, winning the Raw Tag Team Championships. Next up, we have Edge versus AJ Styles. Now, I have been wanting this matchup since the day Edge returned at the Rumble. I have been wanting this matchup forever. I have been wanting this matchup forever since the year before last. So it's been two years, almost, well, three years. It's been three years. I need this matchup to happen. I'm glad this matchup is happening because I think with Edge tapping into his dark side, it'll be interesting to see. He has a brand new interest that I haven't heard yet. I don't know if I want to hear it because if I hear it, then I'm going to get mad and it's just, it's not going to end well for me. at least. And I just want to keep his old theme in my brain. Cause I like his old theme. I don't know if I want to hear his new one, but with AJ, AJ has been in the game. Probably as long as Edge has been in WWE, if not longer. These are two heavyweights in the game that are the best at their at what they do. I cannot wait to see what happens in this match between these two. It's a standard singles match um, between again two heavyweights. One just so happens to be a WWE Hall of Famer and rightfully earned. Uh, another one is a future WWE Hall of Famer that will be earned, definitely deserved. Um, now, which version of Edge we're gonna get? We don't know yet. We'll have to see. Wait till see Sun on Sunday. But I do have Edge winning this matchup with him and between him and AJ. Although I would not be surprised if AJ ends up picking up the win. To further continue their their thing, probably going into uh, SummerSlam or whatever the next pay per view is at well Hell in a, they might continue it because the next actual next pay per view I think is Hell in a Cell, and I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against it. I would not be against it at all. So yeah, that I, like I said, I got AJ, not AJ, Edge winning the matchup matchup against AJ, and then we have this thrown together match between Omos, who has been dominating people since he broke up, broke off with from from AJ. Um, he will have a match against. Bobby Lash, Bobby Lashley. 
It'll be interesting to see what happens in this match because they're two big, big men that could easily do harm to each other. So we will have to see exactly if this match will flow or not, depending on just what happens in this matchup. Who it, there's a lot, and MVP is a definite a definite X factor in this match because you know he'll be out there with Bobby Lashley, and anything could happen. Definitely, anything could happen. Shelton and and Cedric could definitely come out there and mess things up for Bobby. So we will have to see on that one. I have Omas winning the matchup against Bobby Lashley. And now we get to the main event of night two. A winner take all to unify the WWE and Universal Championships between WWE champion Brock Lesnar and the Universal Champion, the head of the table, the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns, with Paul Heyman at ringside. Now, a number of things, and I do mean a number of things, could happen. One possibility, we could easily get a clean win for Roman to unify the championships. He's, he's still technically the universal champion, but he'll be, he'll be the sole champion of the of the company, of the brand. Uh, we could get Brock winning cleanly, him being the sole champion. Uh, we could get interferences from a boatload of people. Uh, who else? See, Paul could interfere. The Usos could interfere. Roman could do something to behind the referee's back and never and they never see it. We could get an interference from Bobby Lashley. We could get an interference from Drew Mack. We you can if any interferences period are still a factor in this match. Interferences in any type of championship match is pretty much there. But this match between two heavyweights like Brock and Roman. I would honestly, in my humble opinion, and this is me watching, have have having watched from the time Roman won the Universal Championship until now, which is almost 600 days. Um, having watched the progression from, no, not SummerSlam, from Payback 2021, which was the, the pay-per-view after his return at SummerSlam, from Payback until now, Roman Reigns has been the most dominant champion in the history of the WWE. All while as a heel. The most dominant heel run in history there is literally nobody currently that can top him right now nobody not even if you bring not even if he was able to wrestle in triple h 
you could not do what Roman has done with a guy like Paul Heyman, who has been in the business for decades and has brought cha- brought guys up to be these most the most dominant champions in history. Roman Reigns right now has had the most brilliant run in his entire career. The minute we saw him turn heel, the minute he turned heel, I said, watch out. Because if he aligns himself with the one person that everybody in the world despises in Paul Heyman, Roman is not going to be beat. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you are, look at the list of people he's beaten. Drew McIntyre, he's beaten Finn Balor, he's beaten Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, he's beaten Brock already, so we know that he can beat Brock. I don't think this version of Brock could match up with this this version of Roman. This version of Roman is probably is perhaps the most dangerous version of him that I've seen already in his career. And the decision to turn him heel has been the most the the that was the single best decision that WWE and Vince McMahon and anybody who has any uh, say so in this match or in in with the whole development of him, Paul Heyman included, this has been the single most best decision that they have ever made because this man here has been able to tap into a side of him that a lot of people have been waiting to see, including me. So ain't no telling what will happen in this match. I cannot wait to see what happens in this match. Who do I have in this match? I have the universal champion, the head of the table, the tribal chief retaining and winning to unify the titles. Because honestly, I would not at all I would not at all, period, have him lose at Mania, at all. I would not have him lose, especially if you know that The Rock is sitting in the wings. Because that match is eventually going to happen, despite Dwayne not wanting to have that match against Roman, which I know he probably does. But I'm waiting on that matchup. Not him and Brock. I need him and Dwayne, period. Because that match alone will generate a lot of eyeballs and generate so much money that you will not be able to even try to attempt to back out of that match. It is eventually going to happen. Will he be Universal WWE Champion? Probably. Um, I think, honestly, he is the only one that will be worthy enough because he knows that family. He He's in that family. They are blood-related. I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the only one that needs to win to be champion period 
And that, my friends, is night two for WrestleMania 38. Oh, Jesus. This weekend is going to be filled with nothing but wrestling, and I cannot wait because these cards, these matchups are hella lit, and I cannot wait to see what each of these is going to produce and how these matches are going to flow, the ups, the downs, the good, the bad. I can't wait to see what happens. So, yeah, make sure you check out WrestleMania 38 Night 2, only on Peacock, April 3rd. All right, y'all, that is the end of the podcast. Listen, I had too much fun talking about these darn matchups for NXT Stand and Deliver, as well as WrestleMania's Night 1 and Night 2. I cannot wait to watch all of these matches and see the endings of all of these matches and what happens in between okay so if you guys are not following me on any of my socials please do so at crown breezy on instagram at miss breezy reigns on twitter and it this saturday and sunday i will be doing watch alongs for wrestlemania night one and night two come on over to twitch twitch.tv slash crown breezy it has been fun. I will see you guys on the next podcast. I love you guys. Have fun. Enjoy WrestleMania weekend. And I will see you in the post game. Love y'all. Peace.